0: Before we begin our episode, did you know podcasting is the most accessible form of syndication? The number of multimedia ready mobile devices has skyrocketed in the past few years, and so has your potential audience. So start a podcast today. Starting at $5 a month, Hipcast lets new and experienced podcasters focus on their show. Leave the boring stuff to us. Sign up at hipcast.com. Hi, welcome everyone to another episode of Keeping It Nerd. And this is episode number 18. What you gonna do, brother, when Hulkamadia runs wild on you? That's a good promo right there. You got my pay-per-view money right there with that. That was a good intro. I like that. Um, And with that, um, well, first off, I'm Vince. This is Anthony. And with that uh, that little sneak, um, this episode that you're about to listen to was an episode that uh anthony and our guest What no, where we say well he's not a guest anymore right he's
1: he's uh he's been upgraded to special contributor status ah just because he uh, he can't make every episode but then uh he's he's pretty much in it with us yeah with uh, uh and then he's he's at the level that rain is
0: at okay and you've heard it and yeah. you've all heard his voice before First yeah uh, the sweet sweet voice uh jeremiah dempsey um us. The, his, his smooth velvety tones oh there you go I like that the smooth <laughs> velvety tones Ooh, it's elated ew
1: uh. I'm, I'm still laughing about
0: the other yeah, thing no we should not we shouldn't <laughs> laugh about the other thing but if people want to have context listen to our blooper episode one time when we do put, put it out you'll probably hear it um, it's, yeah. no, it's, <laughs> it's no fool's gold oh, oh we haven't done that in a while
1: no we haven't right? shoot you just you just reminded yeah, me yeah um Kevin Hart Matthew McConaughey Kate Hudson uh, trivia Kate it's Kate Hudson's and Matthew McConaughey's second movie oh what was her first How to lose a guy in ten days ah, bam
0: that's <laughs> real quick okay so <laughs> anyways yeah so uh, Jeremiah and you uh, spoke a little bit about the wrestlings right the
1: yeah yeah we we, we covered um, pretty much the what, what wrestling is today. How he he became a fan, and uh, we we touched on on a little bit of of Raw twenty five and Elimination Chamber and Royal Rumble and what we're we're looking forward to over the next uh, next year or so. This because it's WrestleMania season, so yeah, that's right. It's next yeah. month, right? And then yeah, uh, April eighth. it's kind it's coming up. And then um, oh, that happens to be the same day as as, uh, as Silicon Valley Comic Con. Yeah, same weekend, right? yeah, same weekend. Yeah. and then uh, yeah, and then we we talked a little bit. we touched on a little bit of of UFC and and maybe just mainly just UFC. I was gonna say all combat sports, but um, we're we're very excited for could be. Well you guys and, can't talk
0: about a certain blank club because you can't talk about blank club. That's the first rule. So. <laughs> yeah. Uh, God, isn't that movie twenty years old? By the way, nope, we're not going to do that because we're, we're, you say that and you're, <laughs> you're going to start carbon dating me, and you know I don't want to, Nope, we're not going to go
1: down that road. But uh, yeah, I mean, very excited to talk to him. I can't wait to, for for us to get together again to do to uh, to preview a little bit of of uh, Khabib and Ferguson and uh, and Numajunas and Joe jo- Joanna Jandurszic. I, I still can't say her name, and, but know, I will I, get I, there. I don't even know who that is. <laughs> this this
0: is why I you know. This is why it's great to uh, have uh, Jeremiah as a special contributor to the group, right. or adding him to the group, because there. Yeah, there are some things that I'm not really into, in the, keen on the uh, world with. Uh, in this case, uh, you and Jeremiah really know your uh, way around sports combat, uh, sports entertainment, right? Yeah. So
1: yeah so it's, it's awesome to talk to him about that It was
0: good and you know i did uh i did get, i did listen to the episode you guys you guys you guys uh you guys you guys did a great job um and everyone's in for a great treat um what else are we gonna we re- did you have something to say? any any notes about this episode because unfortunately like i said uh, I'm an amateur <laughs> at this uh you'll know what that means you know later on in that in this episode but um I was on a side quest and uh therefore my my only contributions will be this intro
1: right uh and in that case let me tell you something mean gene no <laughs> oh no, no no come on
0: come on you got you, you, you that's i think that's how we're gonna do it. i think that i think that's how we're gonna lead right into this i think you should just say it right now
1: let me let, all, right, all right here we go here we go all right all right everybody let me tell you something mean gene enjoy keeping it nerd episode 18 what you gotta do brother it's jamming.
0: to Keeping it nerd.
2: No, I wanted to. Um Okay. I I know the idea. I know the basics of what uh of what happened, but I didn't I haven't got a chance to watch it yet. So okay. I, I sort I, of I know the direction the thing they're thing. going. Yeah. Do
1: I you... I haven't watched the whole thing or either. I I uh, caught the women's match.
2: Was it good? Did you it's like not... it? I've heard that it was that it was good.
1: It was um for for what it was, I think cuz I a lot of those women are still kind of getting used to competing in these yeah. kinds of matches where where it's traditionally been the guys, and so um, just get them getting the feel of it, it was it was kind of like watching the women's Royal Rumble. It had it had its spots. And yeah, there were things you could go. Oh yeah, that, it still needs a little work, but um, <laughs> uh, other than that, I think it's cool. It's cool that they finally get their own their their own little chamber match. Yeah, to, it's amazing kind of,
2: how far they've come when you think of where they were. Even you know. Two years ago, or whatever.
1: Right. Yeah. Um, uh, my friend pointed this pointed this out the other day, but he was saying that that uh, four years ago was the uh, uh, the first NXT women's like the first women's match was an NXT takeover match with Paige and Emma. Yeah. And it was yeah it was it was right after the network had launched, like the day after. I think it was like the day or two days after uh, Elimination Chamber. Four years ago, when when the Shield faced off against the Wyatt family. Oh, that was so good. Yeah, yeah. That that one, I I always point to that as one of the the uh, the matches that if you want to, if if you want something that has storytelling aspects of it, but you're kind of casual and you kind of you you don't want to invest so much time into it because it's it's a twenty minute match, right? And, and yeah, and then and you can kind of get the gist of who's the good guys and who are the bad guys. Just in, just in the exchanges that they that happen to take place, although although the shield kind of do some heelish things because that's how that's how they are. But um, that yeah. might have been the last
2: time that the crowd was actually in on Roman Reigns. It was right yep. around that time.
1: It was. Uh, I know. It was. It's weird how like year to year because two thousand fourteen. I think like if if you were to put uh, Roman in the in the Royal Rumble spot, two thousand fourteen should have been the year.
2: It should have been,
1: Cause, yeah, because the the shield was so hot at the time. Yeah, and, and then and then he he was doing the, probably a really good job as like the strong silent type.
2: Is that where he kind of had the big run in that match, though? Where he eliminated was that the year when he eliminated a bunch of guys? He but yeah, 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 he had kind of the yeah. cane spot where he had the big run of eliminations, and
1: yeah, and and so I I felt like that that sh- that should have been the time for him. And then um, I, I think 2015 was was when they were just kind of forcing so much of Roman yeah down, uh, especially after the the whole CM Punk podcast with with Colt Cabana where the, where he talked about you know oh just just make sure you make Roman looks look yeah
2: that was so one fun. of my favorite podcasts I probably listened to that thing like six times like it was yeah it was so good it was
1: it was really good it was for. It was it was really well put together, and, and 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 I I know there was a lawsuit that came out of it uh, <laughs> between the, between the doctors of WWE and and Cole Cabana and CM Punk, but I I felt like that was like if you really had to sit down with CM Punk, like that's that's how that's how real he he was he was being yeah like, he straight
2: up he has a reputation for being prickly or being an asshole or whatever, but he he sure came off as credible. To me, like I yeah. can totally believe his side of the story on that thing. Yeah, just the, based on the, work, what you hear other so people days. say, you know. Yeah, yeah. and so many days. So. That whole story about the doctor and not treating his, you know, MRSA and all that stuff. Like, yeah, that it puts That's, the company in a really bad light.
1: Yeah, which I think um, nowadays it, it's it's kind of weird how how I think ever since then, they've they've put a, a, a stronger focus toward. Um, like, let's see, like health. Re- like, I mean, you look at Daniel Bryan. Yeah. Right? It, I mean, it it says something when the when the WWE's concussion protocols are a lot stronger than the the NFL's concussion <laughs> the, protocols. Where <laughs> it's
2: right? true, they take it very seriously now. Whereas you look at like when I first started watching, like in the eighties, like oh, he's just shaking up a little bit, it's okay, and they would just send him back, give him some painkillers, and send him back out there. You know,
1: send him back. Yeah, exactly.
2: They're taking it considerably more seriously, but that makes me question. Like every time you watch Sasha, Sasha Banks wrestle, like it feels like she's going to get a life-ending concussion every time she's out there. She's constantly landing right. awkwardly, hitting her head on shit. Like I'm scared to death for her.
1: <laughs> she um, uh, she's quite the seller. I'll, I'll tell you that. Like she, she, she had a a lot of a lot of really scary spots. Yeah, you know, but but I I don't know if she's gone. If she if they 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 turned her into a bad guy this past elimination chamber because she was still on the she was still teamed up in the six women tag yesterday or uh, yeah yesterday with uh, with Bailey and Oscar so I'm wondering like she had her bad guy moment where she was helping Bailey up on top of the pod and then she kicks her off the pod
2: yeah I I hope she does because like you know heel Sasha is the best Sasha for sure
1: yeah yeah. The, when the boss comes back, because I, I feel like she's kind of playing, she's always trying to put over Bailey, and and then Bailey's in a bad spot right now because for some reason, whatever used to work at NXT is not working now, and I, I, I would rather see a, a a bad guy or a bad girl Bailey, like just <laughs> just a heel version of Bailey, just to see yeah. just to see what that's like, kind of kind of how. Um, uh when when ddp finally entered the wwe where he was like too woo woo y and he was all about the you know he was he was he was all about the motivational right but he jammed it down everybody's thro- throats which which kind of made him the bad guy cuz he in in his mind he was he thought he was the good guy yeah
2: and ironically in real life he has that same shtick going and look he's like saving people's <laughs> lives now it's crazy
1: yeah did you happen to catch the the Jake the Snake documentary? Yeah, Netflix? I did. Yeah. It's great,
2: yeah. especially if like cuz what really sticks out to me is the um uh oh, what was the documentary that came out in like 99? Uh the
1: Is it Beyond the Mat?
2: Beyond the Mat. So when Beyond the Mat yeah. came out, he's talking about like where he came from, about how he was a product of, you know, A sexual assault situation and how you know and he's on crack and his kids don't talk to him and i'm like god this guy's gonna be dead within like a year and here we are like 15 years later 15 plus years later and i still thought he was pretty close to being on the verge of dying but here i mean he's still there he's still going that guy's like the cockroach of the wrestling business he's gonna outlive everybody you know he'll outlive a nuclear blast (laughs)
1: <laughs> like in Indiana Jones no. yeah yeah in a in a refrigerator um, <laughs>
3: yeah. yeah but uh, yeah
2: it, it was good I really enjoyed it Scott Hall uh, is the, the scary one like the do you remember- Scott Hall yeah. Do you remember seeing the thing, the ESPN, like 360 or whatever they're called, like the little short, you know, five minute documentaries, maybe like four or right. five years ago of him showing up in an indie event and like stumbling around the ring. And he he like couldn't stand up straight and he was slurring right. his words. And I was like, God, this guy's going to die, too. Like just like all wrestlers from our past and, you know, not so much the current, right. but they all die young. And I was like, I would have picked both of those guys to be dead within like, you know, six months. And thanks to DDP, they're still kicking, you know.
1: I know it was uh it, the the cool part was just seeing the transformation and seeing the weight loss yeah and just seeing them getting clean and it's see, seeing how how much years they gained back because like at the beginning of the documentary they they just look old and decrepit and by the end of it Scott Hall's walking around and he's doing the razor's edge again and then yeah Jake the snake's doing some DDTs and he's <laughs>
2: he's you know you're afraid he's at he's the beginning up. if they fall down like that they're not getting back up like legitimately yeah. those are finishing moves at that point and they are done exactly. they are finished
1: i i will i will uh i am mad enough to admit that there was a part in there where i just i was cried when he uh when he fell off the wagon a little bit you yeah know? and you could tell that he was he was seriously upset about it yeah totally
3: he,
1: he felt like he let dallas down yeah well, so that was
2: that's the whole thing. There's a there's an accountability point at that part cuz before he was just hurting himself like who was he hurting it's just himself but when there's yeah. somebody when he felt like he was going to let someone down he was motivated to do it. So yeah, yeah. D- DDP powerful powerful stuff he's doing. It almost makes me want to do start doing that yoga, almost.
1: I I can I actually have the the set.
2: Do you? We're, do you?
1: Yeah, I I can I can I can send it to you because yeah. we're we're doing we're doing insanity again. Oh, okay. And so I, I haven't been. I I've only done maybe like the first six exercises, exercise yeah. routines, and, and and it's actually it actually helps with strength and flex, flexibility. Like a, a lot of it is 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 really body weight focused.
2: Right. So, so. is it is he annoying?
1: Kind of. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but but he's he's not as he's not as mean as Shanti in an insanity. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Is he as annoying as his hair was in about 1998? Oh. That was bad. <laughs> Bang! Yeah, that frizzy blonde <laughs> skullet that he had. Yeah, terrible.
1: Uh, although, um, Matt Hardy is doing a pretty good job rocking that, that kind of hairstyle. I, 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 I like that... I kind of like that frizziness. <laughs> I I don't
2: know what to make of that hair. Like it, it looks fake almost. Like it's a very yeah. odd hairstyle. Like, is he just totally bald on top and he's sort of pulling it back to cover it up, or like I I, I don't so. understand. Yeah, I would I would assume yeah. that's what's happening. I would assume it's almost like a, a kingpin situation. Like it's gonna flop up <laughs> one of these days and he's gonna be totally bald underneath.
1: But um, yeah, uh, let, let me just start with with how how did you get into to wrestling.
2: So I was I was totally a Hulkamaniac when I was a kid. Okay. I right. my earliest memories are the um, you know, yeah, rock and wrestling, you know, <laughs> yeah. thing. And I remember Captain Lou Albano and I remember watching the cartoon and the whole thing. So I wanted to be a real American, obviously. Okay. Um All right. so I was a Hulkamaniac and I remember going to school in probably like 5th grade and hearing kids talk about wrestling and i was like oh do you guys watch you know saturday night's main event like hulk hogan was amazing and they're like what it's all about the macho man and i'm like what are you oh. talking about he's <laughs> a bad guy you can't like the macho man right. uh, and now growing up i'm like oh my god i was so foolish like the macho man was clearly the best character of the 80s you know right, right. macho man and elizabeth ooh yeah
1: <laughs> the cream of the crop right oh to my the gosh top.
2: have you have you gone back and watched those promos like on youtube <laughs> they're so it's good it's amazing just cocaine f- and steroid fueled, just like craziness. <laughs> just,
1: just, just him having all these like little uh, half and half creamers just coming out of nowhere.
2: <laughs> the best. Nothing just better throwing than him
1: that. at Mean Gene. He's just throwing him
2: in total seriousness when he's just covered in like gold lame and fringe, and he's just <laughs> his muscles are ready to blow out of his skin because he's so jacked up. Like, yeah, yeah, crazy person. But yeah, so I really loved that. That era of wrestling. And,
1: and, and he was really articulate, too. Like, he he wasn't just going out there saying no random he, generic words for his promo. He was actually using... He was intelligent,
2: and he was pointed yeah. with his promos. But then it, when he would take the sunglasses off, and you saw the craziness in his eyes. <laughs> when, when you saw the madness, when you saw right through to that. Um, yeah, the whole mega powers, the mega powers exploding. The whole, oh my god! I mean, yeah, that was like my childhood. You know, me and my brother, you know, Saturday mornings, be in our underwear, pretending we're wrestlers, like on the couch, you know, and uh, slamming each other around, and I'm sure breaking the furniture. Like it was a really bad idea, probably.
1: Did, um, did you have one of those wrestling buddy pillows? Too? So
2: I, I, my brother had an Ultimate Warrior wrestling buddy. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> Yeah, I just used him as the wrestling buddy and just pummeled him. I put I put him in the sharpshooter one time and I thought I seriously injured his knee. It was a bad sign. It was one of those things where he yelped and started crying, and I'm like, no, "You're okay, you're okay. Oh, Shake it off. You know, you're. We don't need to go in the house yet. Stay out here. You're yeah. fine." Yeah. Um, uh, the,
1: I don't know. The I don't think the sharpshooter hurts so much as as much as the fig, The figure four, I think, legitimately. <laughs> like i've been put in the figure four (laughs) times well all you need to do is roll under your stomach put the pressure back uh, on the other guy you didn't know that but but when you're experiencing (laughs) that and you're going what the hell's going on you that's the first you don't think about that stuff especially during wrestling like actual high school wrestling practice when your coach (laughs) is well you guys need to practice you guys are going to turn pro someday You you need to know all the moves But, um, and then, and then what, like what, what kept you a wrestling fan? Well, so it wasn't, so I
2: guess what I'd, you'd call, I'd be called like a lapsed fan probably, um, which is becoming a popular term, you know? So I, I watched right up until like, oh my God, I'm trying to remember what WrestleMania was, but like 93 ish, 94, you know, when it, when every, when, you know, Hulk Hogan was gone. And now every character on TV is a vocation of some kind. Like it's a race car driver and a garbage man, and they all <laughs> need to have like second jobs to make ends meet. Um, right. I, I wasn't really into it at that point anymore. So I sort of fell off, um, until, you know, the Attitude Era. So then I came back like, uh, SummerSlam 98. Okay. So, uh, I think that was like, um,
1: like, the, this must have been at, this was after the screw job then
2: um after the screw job yeah so i i yeah. went back and watched wrestling with shadows after and saw all that stuff that happened and uh but yeah it was uh like the rock and triple h for the intercontinental title and it was uh mm-hmm. undertaker against stone cold it was sort of the the mid, like the very sort of heading into the sort of the peak of the attitude era is when i got back into it um right. and i was like what is this because i'm used to you know Say Your Prayers, Eat Your Vitamins. And now there's like, you know, you got Sable, you know, topless out there and you got everybody's bleeding and Stone Cold's banging right. beers together and flipping people off. And I'm like, what is this show <laughs> actually, that we're watching? It's very different. They're actually
1: cursing on television. Yeah. They're, they're actually saying like they're, they're dropping all these F-bombs and, and they're saying shit. And... Yeah. It
2: was a very, <laughs> very different product than I had been accustomed to when I was a kid for sure. But then, I mean, it became so big. Like, were, did you? Were you big into it at that time as well?
1: It, it was. It was probably uh, as a as a kid. I just remember like watching the whole Mega Powers thing. And yeah, was, like, we didn't have cable for a while. Oh no! And get getting back cable. That was the beginning of of well, it, like WCW was on a little bit earlier. Right. See, that's we what I was going to ask. Was that your? Did, yeah. Were
2: you a WCW guy? Yeah. See, I couldn't. So, do it. it felt so second rate to me. It felt like it, it was it, inferior. It did, but,
1: I I got in when I I started watching WCW again as soon as Kevin Nash and and Scott okay. all showed up yeah. on, on television and I was going that's Diesel and Razor Ramon right and then they were building this whole angle as if they were they were really invaders from the 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 competition I mean but it was honestly, a stroke
2: of genius like it was the yeah. the best thing they could have done <laughs>
1: And so, just just kicking that off, and and then going back and and seeing what wait are they going to show up back on WWF? Yeah, have, like the fake the the fake Diesel and the fake. Re- oh,
2: I've <laughs> gone back and subsequently watched that stuff. It is unwatchable. It is embarrassing. Yeah. That's the kind of stuff. Like it's it's pretty nerdy. So of all the sort of like realms of nerddom, like. Be, saying you're a professional wrestling fan is like one of the nerdiest. Like it's one of the yes. things that makes me cringe the most And unless, unless somebody says <laughs> that they're into it and sort of like starts talking to me about it. And then I'm like, okay, you feel comfortable. But like, oh, when I told my girlfriend this is what we're talking about today, oh, she's like, well, what <laughs> what, well, what are you guys going to talk about? And I'm like, um, I don't – you know, I don't know. It's like we're fighting, fly, fly but it's fake. Cup. But it's more so like <laughs> – it, it, it's more like a soap opera than anything for I don't know it's right. embarrassing I just i gotta it go. is it it
1: really is uh, there really isn't in, in the simplest terms of explaining it to people there really isn't anything other than it's it's a choreographed performance art it, it, yeah a lot of the time it's improvised performance art yeah and with uh, <laughs> and it, there, there's a lot of improv in it yeah especially with the promos and stuff.
2: Yeah, you have. If you take it for what it's worth as being a performance, and you know, can accept it for what it is, like, yeah, it's amazing when it's done well. It's it's so entertaining. What's like? Do you have any matches that jump to mind where, if you were going to show it to somebody who wasn't necessarily a fan, like that, you thought could hook someone?
1: Oh, like, what would uh, you suggest? It it had to been the. Um because I think Undertaker is a, is pretty ubiquitous. Like people, yeah. people know who he is. True. And so, so I always say, if you get a chance, Shawn Michaels Undertaker yep. from WrestleMania 2010. Yeah. Uh, what? 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 What was that? That was. Uh, was that the like first one or the second one? 25 or twenty-six? The second. Okay. Second one. Yeah. When, uh, when Shawn Michaels eventually like that—that was his retirement match, Ray. pretty much. Right. just, just the the buildup. And the little package that they show. Mm-hmm. And, and and then I think the whole time you're feeling this is this might be it for Shawn Michaels. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Whenever they can tell a story like that and it's concise and you can tell like, you know, what the stakes are and sort of, you know, who you're rooting for and mm-hmm. when you have two guys that can go out and put on a match like that, like yeah, that you can I think you somebody who wasn't a fan could watch it and be like, Okay, I get what you guys like about that.
1: Yeah because i i think this the storytelling that it that it, it it was it was just the just the trade-off of the moves there and then there, there were a few of the spots in which in which wow sean could actually take undertaker this time yeah right because he because there were there were references to the previous match and they kept up the continuity right between last year's or the previous year's sean and taker with this year's and we are going Oh man, they really thought this through. Yeah, they it's had so, so many
2: good near falls and so like you they built up the tension so much that you really felt like, you know right. that it could end at any <laughs> moment. Like that's great.
1: The the I think the promos this time around were awesome just because you had Sean coming down the ramp kinda like the Undertaker, which I think CM Punk kinda stole that bit too, but yeah. But Sean did it first and just 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 seeing him do it. And then and then kind of faking everybody out and it's it's him and and I'm going, Okay. I yep, I'm I'm all in for the that and that was I think I remember that year that was the match I was excited most excited to see. See I'm, i think that should have made him vented. Yeah, no, so I
2: it, Oh, actually, I don't know. See, I wasn't watching at that time, so I was lapsed again. So I, I watched the you know the whole Hogan you know eighties and early nineties stuff, and then I stopped watching. And I watched you know Stone Cold, The Rock, and you know Mankind and all those guys. Then I kind of grew out of it again. You by like we went to WrestleMania in two thousand, and then we sort of watched through part of two thousand one, and then we were sort of over. You know, it wasn't as exciting without WCW and having the competition and yeah, you know yeah, who's going to sure. jump from one side to the other and all that stuff. Um, So then I was not watching through the mid, you know, into early 2000s, really. So, like, I didn't, I wasn't around for Batista and Orton and all the beginning of all of that stuff. So that was sort of lost on me. But the thing that brought me back was CM Punk. So I was, I remember I was at a concert, I was at a Rancid and H2O concert, like these punk bands, and we're watching, and H2O's playing, and they're like, hey, we want to bring out a friend of ours. You may know him as the wrestling champion of the world, CM Punk. Come out, and he's like best friends with the lead singer Toby from right. H.O. And he came out and sang a song, and he had the belt there. And I'm like, what the fuck? This is like the wrestling. Like this is the <laughs> WWE champion. Like, <laughs>
3: yeah,
2: this guy's straight edge. He's got tattoos. Like this is awesome. Like this, now I'm ready to check back and see what's going on. And I, um, and I remember seeing all the YouTube clips of the pipe bomb promo and and I was like, yeah yeah. i was like okay i'm i I guess they got me because i'm ready to start you know watching again so when i think of a match that i want to show people it's that cm punk john cena money in the bank in chicago like you know if punk loses you know we riot that whole thing like oh it was it's so good like this i'm not normally a john cena (laughs) fan although i can admit now he is very talented and stuff okay but like that's just—it's one hell of a match, and the story is so perfectly told.
1: Yeah, there there were a bunch of near falls too, where you think you could it could go either way, right? Yeah, and absolutely. Then, and then just just seeing just the closing shot of of seeing Punk with the title, and he's he's in the with the crowd. Yeah, he's waving to Cena in in such a way that you know it's like it, like like mock openly mocking him, right? Yeah, and like then, waving like, goodbye. Oh, See you later. I'm out of here. Is is this real? Is this contract up? Is is he just walking away with the title?
2: Fuck you guys. I'm out. (laughs)
1: That's awesome. Yeah,
2: it was so good. Um, I remember
1: that the crowd was hot for that match. Oh my gosh,
2: so hot! The crowd was insane for that match, and that goes a long way. Like sometimes you have a good match, but the crowd is kind of dead, and it just doesn't. It's not the same. Like, so did you go to WrestleMania when it was in Santa Clara?
3: Yes. Okay.
2: Yeah, yeah. So we actually we had a pretty good setup. We were in a luxury suite, which is I've never we never get luxury suites to anything. (laughs) But (laughs) I have a buddy who had was looking into luxury seats for a Niner game and the rep called him out of the blue and was like, you know, we know you were looking at tickets to a Niner game. How about WrestleMania? And he's like, I don't think we really have money for that. And he's like, Eh, you know, they're less expensive. So he was like, Yeah, they're four thousand bucks, but there's twenty seats. So, you know, get, you know, four hundred bucks a person or whatever, and you guys can have a or 200 bucks a person or whatever it was. Yeah. 200 bucks a person. And we were like, well, we were looking at tickets sort of in that ballpark anyways. And we'll have food and all this stuff. Like, let's just do it. So, yeah. So, we had a, like, and it was right in the middle of the ring, basically. Like, the stage and the ramp to our left and looking straight down at the ring. I was like, this can't That's be any awesome. better. So, we're like, right. my brother brings his, like, uh, like super official, like, uh, WCW, like, big gold belt like the the world championship belt and i was like dude you're not one of those guys who brought the belt to the thing." and then it's like everybody loves it they're like let me take a picture with it and we're like <laughs> putting our friends kids like you know putting them in sleeper holds and stuff and doing stunners on them it was it was like the best but when we talk about the crowd being involved like when seth rollins music hit during oh the fi- yes the roof if there had been a roof the roof would have fucking come off that place like that place came unglued because you got that feeling like oh my god Rome they're really gonna have Roman Reigns win now no, like, but you know sucks. what to, to
1: to Roman's credit though for that match that that's when I, I started going okay I could, I could kind of see why why they're, they're trying to go in on this kid because yeah I mean I can I, I see why kid, they kid, like it. No. Like, yeah I can see why they like it. <laughs> yeah but but it it was just I don't know it was just the toughness he displayed and and then it, like everything every every move that he had to put on was earned it wasn't just Brock just going okay you can go ahead and you can do it
2: <laughs> no they they yeah, were yeah. you know they were definitely uh, they were laying it in as they say like they were that, really they sold that it was a you know tough hard hitting match so but then when you're the whole crowd i could feel people tensing up like no oh, don't yeah. do it don't yeah. do this <laughs> and then the hardcore music pumps in and seth comes running in and i'm like oh fuck like everybody was like that oh shit moment and i was like yeah, yeah. it's so cool when you're in a crowd like that and you feel like you're seeing something special happen or something yeah different. like oh yeah such that a was, good feeling
1: yeah it was awesome I, we were i think we were closer down like in maybe the the 200 section yeah. we we were we were actually like one or two sections above where Daniel Cormier was sitting. We oh were, nice. We were going Is that DC? Uh, right. He's know, like, a huge wrestling it, fan. Yeah, everybody in our section kept going, "I think that's Daniel Cormier." And then I kept looking up. I was like, I think so too, but it, it could just be any random dude with a ball, <laughs> head <in it>. right? <laughs> right. But it it really it really was because yeah. when you look at the pictures, like he's in that section that we're in. Yeah, totally. Um, sort of like if if they had done like a full shot, you could see us somewhere peppered in there. But but yeah, I just I remember that that moment when when uh, when the music hits, and then we were just like I think our whole the whole section was just sitting down. All of a sudden, Seth Rollins' music hits. And yeah, he's the, he's the bad guy, but everybody just starts cheering. And yeah, he just, he, like the holy shit chants just start happening. Yeah, and then uh, and then um, that's that's what made my son because it was me and my son that that went. And so yeah, that's that's what made my son like learn to like oh I don't have to like all the good guys. Yeah, I really like Seth Rollins. Totally. Uh, <laughs> well, what? Why yeah. would you
2: not like that guy? But like, yeah, he's kind of cocky or whatever. But he's such a good performer, and it's like. You, you, they've made it okay to like those guys now, and especially, yeah. I mean, he was part of one of like the most spectacular sequences of the night, like that that curb stomp into oh, an RKO yeah. was like, it was yeah. unbelievable. I watched the you know little Instagram video of that like a hundred times that night. It was so good.
1: <laughs> it was, it was just the way that it was set up. Was yeah. Like, oh man.
2: Yeah. yeah, it was spectacular. So good. And I was, was trying to remember who's who are are. I think our box was right. Oh, our box was right next to McFoley's box, and that was kind of oh cool. nice. Well we had met him the night before. We went to his like one man show because he did like a okay. stand up kind of thing or whatever. But we met him, and I was wearing this like old cactus Jack shirt, and we go right. up to like we're gonna get his autograph, and he's like, well. I'd love to sign that for you, but I can't do it when you're wearing one of my bootleg shirts like that. And I'm like, ah, oh, shit! I feel like an <laughs> asshole now. So, so I bought like one of his official shirts because I felt bad. And uh, and he signed a picture for us. But he was a nice guy for sure. Oh, we met Rowdy Roddy Piper that night too, oh, which was awesome, awesome because he died like not that long after that. <laughs> the after yeah, yeah it so, was
1: it was maybe three or four months after. Yeah, it was very soon after. Yeah. So me and my buddy yeah. Rudy
2: like. After the show, we're just kind of milling around. I'm like, oh, shit, that's Rowdy Roddy Piper right there. And he's like, should we try to take a picture with him? And I'm like, yeah. So we start walking up to him, and nobody else noticed that he was there. And we're like, hey, you know, Hot Rod, can we just get a quick picture real quick? And he's like, oh, sorry, boys. I'm in a big hurry. I got to go. But he's like waiting for an elevator that wasn't coming. So like, <laughs> like where is he going to go? So we stood there for like 10 seconds. And I was like, man, it would be real quick. Like, And he's like, ah, all right, OK, 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 real quick, real quick. <laughs> <laughs> so somebody go- somebody goes to take a picture and he's like uh he's like look at this i'm i'm the lucky one here taking a picture with the two most handsome guys in the room huh all right god bless him and i was like what that was a weird thing (laughs) to say (laughs) yeah that i was like thank you but also like did you want a copy this is a little it's a strange interaction
1: (laughs) should we give you autograph now or
2: (laughs) it was a little bit of a weird interaction but it's a good picture but then yeah and then like a few months later, he's he's gone. That uh, dead wrestler of the week. Oh I know. It was Rowdy <laughs> Roddy, Roddy Fiverr. Did you,
1: did you ever have you ever met any other wrestlers like a, outside, <sighs> like just randomly?
2: No. Nah, I else? I've been to a few shows. I'm trying to think. Of, well, when we went to WrestleMania 2000, we uh we did that kind of like the fan fest thing, and we like we met uh Lita. And uh, was that the that was and the ladder Poppy match? Chulo. Right? <laughs> um. Yeah, that was the With, first, let like, the tag team, the 3 tag was, team ladder match. That was, oh that's my neat. god, Really, yes. that's the only memorable thing from that whole show. It was arguably the worst WrestleMania of all time that we went to. But, right. Uh, but the Dudleys, the Hardys, and Edge and Christian, like, that absolutely oh, stole man. the show. That was great. Yeah. yeah, Because the the championship, well, at that time, like, there's no, like, Stone Cold's out hurt. Um, the championship match was The Rock, Big Show, uh... Who was it? The Rock, Big yeah, they, they Show, they Yeah, they were still kind of doing the, yeah, they were, they were doing a
1: whole bunch of Fort, Fatal Four Ways. Well, it time. was
2: the Battle of the McMahons. Like, which one of you know like, who cares? That's like, right. Yeah. Um yeah. And then The Rock didn't win. It was the first time they ever had a heel retain the championship. And I'm like, we're at WrestleMania. You're supposed to have the big, you know, blow off.
1: The big moment. The, the good guy yeah.
2: wins. The Rock should, was supposed to win, you know? Um So, yeah, it was a sort of an uninspiring event but yeah we we met Poppy Chulo and and Lita the, the day before <laughs> uh, that thing not not that engaging not, actually Nunzio. no I'm yeah sorry. <laughs> <laughs> we, I think that's kind of I think that's kind of it though I don't know I, I, do, have you ever had any experiences meeting any of them I uh, I,
1: I think one of my favorite ones was um, so there was a, a competitor who was on Tough Enough a few years ago who she couldn't she couldn't make the cut because the doctors wouldn't clear her, but she still wrestles locally and mm-hmm. she does a lot of shows across the country. Her name is, is Shotzi Blackheart. Oh, and okay. So, so we went to the this uh, all-pro wrestling show last May at the Cow Palace. Yeah. And she's just hanging around, and then my son goes up to her and says, I remember you were supposed to be on Tough Enough and I wish you were on tough enough. So she Aww. says, "Okay, do you want a picture?" <laughs> <laughs> and so, so that was a cool experience. And then Cody Rhodes was on. The, was it that show? Too. Oh yeah. And and then outside of of his heel persona in ring, mm-hmm. dude's the sweetest guy ever. Like, yeah. Dude, if you watch all the being the elite stuff with with him in New Japan, like he comes off really dickish. Yeah. Right? Well, he's just like, really uh, good at you know his yeah, job. He's sort of yeah. found himself now but um when you when he was just signing autographs he was just saying you know th- thank you so much for keeping your support and and i may not be your favorite wrestler but you guys are my favorite people because you helped me keep me employed. wow like, why didn't you say this when you were in the? <laughs> yeah, yeah totally yeah
2: yeah <laughs> i think he's a guy who's gonna end up making his way back at some point don't you
1: I think so too. Yeah. I, I think so too. I think he, that, like, he's going on wh- what they call excursions, and he's he's ch- he's finding himself. But yeah, but I actually think he's he's doing quite well for himself. He Japan really is. And, and 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 then I mean his his wife is super fine. Yeah, so, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's you know, doing fine uh,
2: for himself, actually. Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, out, outside of that, like we've yeah we we saw wrestlers. I think we met right back at the at the WrestleMania that was in Santa Clara. We met right okay. Back. Yeah, we met the Miz. The Miz is the nicest guy ever. Also, yeah, outside outside of the, his his persona, so I think. But it for for me, I'd rather see him as a bad guy. Yeah, in character as, but like that guy, that guy does a lot of events, man. Like my 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 cousin said in the Philippines, he said that he when they were doing the Marine uh, release, like I think for this most recent one, he went to Asia. To do a media tour for the Marine because they be oh, okay. out there. Yeah, and then he's just super nice and took pictures with everybody and and was really courteous and like just said just kept saying thank you to everybody. It was really gracious. yeah. Oh, that's so, cool. It's nice when you yeah.
2: meet people like that. I mean, it breaks the fourth wall a little bit when you're like, oh, you're supposed to be a bad guy. Like in the old <laughs> days, they would never would have done that. You know, like yeah. in the territory days, if somebody was a heel and you know somebody in public called him a pussy or whatever, if they didn't beat the shit out of that guy, like they were going right. to get fired or they were going to get beat in their own locker room, you know, yeah. and now they're or they, like,
1: they weren't get, They were never going to get booked
2: again. Right. And now they're like, <laughs> yeah. Hey, don't worry, buddy here. You know, let me get you an autograph and a picture. Like what? Yeah.
1: Yeah. I I, I think it's, it's the, the whole idea of the crossover appeal. Cause I think when, when it started with, uh, I mean, it started as early as Hulk Hogan with thunder in paradise. And what was, it, <laughs> Mr... <laughs> what, what was that movie that he was in? Uh, with, he but, Miss, uh, Mr. Nanny. And he was, Mister Nanny. Uh,
2: uh well what was the uh like did you uh, did you ever see no holds bard like that was oof yes. oof oh, oh, is that rough uh, it smells like shit yeah do, 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 do. yeah really bad um <laughs> I remember being so scared, though, like when they did the crossover thing and they have Zeus, you know, in an actual wrestling match. And I'm like, right. He, there's no way Hulk Hogan can beat this guy. There's no way. Look at him. He's crazy. <laughs> he's got a lazy right. eye. He's got he's jacked up. He doesn't feel pain. Like, come on. <laughs> um, but yeah, really, it, it, really terrible. Otherwise, <laughs>
1: If if there was an actor I wish I I wish would have been in, in Black Panther also I I wish it would have been Tiny Listed.
3: <laughs>
2: you want to see Debo I, in there? <laughs>
1: but uh, you know what, President of the Galaxy still fine for me. <laughs>
2: yeah, <laughs> oh, but, so good. Um,
1: when you mentioned Rowdy Roddy Piper, there was that yeah. one movie that he did. The, oh, uh, they live. Like, they live. Yeah.
2: Yeah, Rowdy Roddy Piper never really like totally made it. Like, cause he left wrestling for a while. Like in whatever it was like 89 or 80, like he had his retirement match and he while. left yeah. and he left for like three years and then he came back and they, you know, he had a real good WrestleMania match, I think against uh, the Hitman He had like a continental intercontinental title run and had a good, um, uh, yeah, he had a good match with Bret Hart. And in that meantime, he never really, I know they were trying to position him, you know, Jesse Ventura had been in, you know, predator and he goes out and does, they live and it's sort of a cult and it, it, it never, he just never really caught on. But you know what? It
1: Never, it never took on. Yeah. He
2: was so good on "It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia." Like, did you ever see the episode where they have the wrestling episode? He was on there. Oh my god, it's so good. so. The the guys in the bar decide they're going to put on a wrestling match to like raise money for the okay. troops, and right. and Rowdy Roddy Piper plays <laughs> a sort of scumbag independent wrestler who's down on his luck, but he's going to teach them how to wrestle. You know, and he's like right. living out of his car. And they're they're trying to ask him for help, and he's like, "Hey, boys, come on, let me hear. I'll get you an autograph." And they're like, "Uh, we're grown adults. We don't really want your autograph. Like, we we need your help." And uh, yeah, it's just it's it's such a good part. If you get a chance to see it, it's like uh, the gang wrestles for the troops or something. is the name of it? Okay, it, I'll,
1: I'll I'll check it out.
2: Yeah, it, it's so good. In the very beginning, they're like watching an old Hulk Hogan match, like on on a laptop computer. <laughs> and Dee's like, "What are they? What are we watching here?" He's like. Oh, this is amazing. It's wrestling. It's Hulk Hogan. They're like, what's going on with him right now? And like, oh, that's him going into a state of Hulkamania and he's like doing the whole like the uh the you know the the power up the power up, yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. But yeah, he's that was probably his best performance.
1: Before we move on, let's take a break. Hey
0: Anthony. Did you hear we're on Stitcher now?
1: Uh, I didn't realize we were so popular with the knitting and sewing community.
0: Oh, my God. Was that another dad joke? Or was this you being dumb? Maybe just a little bit of both. Oh, God. Okay, well, I'll let that one pass. I'll go ahead and drop a little knowledge on you. Based on the Wikipedia page, Stitcher is an on-demand internet radio service that focuses on news and information radio and podcasts. It provides free online streaming through their website, and on mobile applications on androids blackberries blackberries what blackberries are those even still around i don't know man that's weird oh oh my god okay well blackberries and iphone it's been described as the most popular alternative to the default apple podcast app as of 2016. Oh, that's Stitcher. Stitcher Radio.
1: It's where you can get the freshest episodes of your favorite podcast and radio shows streamed directly to your smartphone or iPad. No downloading or syncing. From NPR's Fresh Air to Adam Carolla, WNYC's Radio Lab to The Wall Street Journal, Rush Limbaugh to Rachel Maddow, and even our show, Keeping It Nerd. Stitcher organizes and delivers the world of Talk
0: Radio fresh daily. Listen whenever and wherever you want. Listen to over 65,000 radio shows and podcasts on your iPhone, iPad, Android, or PC anytime, anywhere. Find Keeping It, it Nerd on, on Stitcher Radio, radio today. today, or tonight if you're listening at night.
1: Or in the wee hours of the morning if you happen to be waiting for our podcast feed to refresh as we upload this current episode.
0: And now, on with the show!
1: Stay tuned, more Keeping It Nerd on the way. I I would be remiss if, because I know the, the reason why Vince wanted us to get together for this podcast was was Raw 25. So what did you think? I mean, it, it's a big accomplishment, Raw 25. Um, 25 it is. 25 years of, uh, yeah.
2: Of any TV show, that's a really, right. really long time to have every week, right. but it's... So I'll I'll fully admit, like I, I don't watch every week. Three hours is I don't entirely watch every, yeah. too long is, to dedicate. It is a lot. Yeah. So I will sort of look things up online. I'll listen to other podcasts, like recap sort of podcasts, like Consolidated, mm-hmm. you know, 45 minutes or whatever. Tell me what happened. Um, I, I want to know when things are going well so I can tune in and check it and see what's going on. But, yeah, there's no way I can watch, which is kind of sad because when I look back on it, like like especially in the attitude area, like – that was appointment television. There's not really such thing as appointment television anymore. Um, yeah, because way the on world. the world. Right. Yeah. But at that time, like, I remember people getting together and, you know, we're going to all get together and watch Raw at this guy's house. Or, like, oh, they're having, like, a, you know, WCW party at their house. And, like. Right. Like, it was a thing to get people together and sit and watch wrestling. Or we'd go, like, to the bowling alley um in Fremont. And it would be, like, on every TV. Like, oh, it's Dollar Bowling. But you know we got to pay attention. Like wrestling's on, so like oh hold hold the game for a minute because DX is invading Nitro right now or whatever. You know I remember like hold on, look what's happening. They're on a tank. Like what the fuck? Yeah. This is crazy. So yeah.
1: just just imagine if they'd let them in, and I th- I think WCW that night would have outscored Raw on ratings just to see of course Triple H and X Pac and Road Dogg and China and. Yeah. Billy Gunn just on, on WCW programming. Of course, okay. everybody
2: would have flipped over. If they were smart, they would yeah. have opened up. Because even then, like, they're, those aren't real tough guys. Like, what happens if they would have got in there? Like, <laughs> the whole and, thing was and, so and, stupid. They should have let him right.
1: in. Right. And then, and then, um, I mean, at the time, and I'm, this was before like every texting was ubiquitous, right? And cellular phones were ubiquitous. Sure. I mean, a lot of those guys from both locker rooms knew each other anyway, so it would have been like, "Oh my God, how you doing?" What's well, the, yeah, of you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, of so course it would. of course it would. <laughs> it would have been like a w- one big reunion. It's like, "Oh, have you met? Have you met? This is well, he goes by Triple H, but you know, <laughs> you know This is Canyon. Canyon."
2: <laughs> <laughs> You've got to meet this guy, he's hilarious.
1: <laughs> Just but um but did did you get a chance to to watch any any bit of of Raw 25 or or catch some of the highlights from it?
2: No, but oh. well, I saw what happened and I I remember really looking forward to it and I was going to carve out time for it. And then once I saw and heard afterwards that they had I feel like they blew an opportunity to have it be a really special day. So they have all those people in the Manhattan center just sitting there doing yeah. nothing the whole time doing nothing like yeah. it could they couldn't have brought out any you know old like they couldn't have had a throwback match with some i mean Fuck! Bring out somebody in a doink costume or whatever. Like you know, <laughs> like have it be something. Like they they could have done right. anything, or they could have had the main event in there and get because those people paid a lot of money to sit in there and then right just to got be nothing in, in
1: for a, it, just to have the ICO Pro banner and the hanging in the background, <laughs> the classic raw graphic. I I was thinking they should have just had dark matches. Yeah, anything you know, I, like, I think what, would have been better. Which, Whichever part of the roster wasn't working, or he even have some of the SmackDown superstars just come in, right. come in and just entertain while, while they were doing the stuff in Brooklyn. So. And
2: unfortunately, I think that's kind of emblematic of where the company's been the last few years. Like, they do a lot of things well, <laughs> they do a lot of things that I want to be excited for, and then they just misread the audience and just go 180 degrees in the wrong direction sometimes. And I'm like, oh my God, like, this is what makes me not want to watch every week.
1: Did you get a chance to watch Royal Rumble? However, yeah, I did. I did watch okay.
2: the Royal Rumble, and the Royal Rumble is one that I'll typically make time for no matter what. Like that event has always been so exciting. Like when we used to go to Cones Video and look for cassettes. Like it's the the oh, Royal yeah. Rumble is always the one that that we want to see. You know, like,
1: right the the Col- Coliseum video, <laughs> any sort, yeah. Which they yeah. just
2: released a bunch of the Coliseum videos, I guess, on the network, but the. Yeah, the Royal Rumbles were always the best. Like the little countdown and like oh who's like that anticipation of who it's gonna be that comes out, and you hear the music in. Like, yeah, gotta gotta watch it. And the women's rumble was actually really good. I enjoyed it.
1: It was it was uh, it was entertaining and I I like seeing some of the uh like like Lita's mm-hmm. Lita's gear. That was pretty cool. Yeah, uh, Trish, Trish Stratus still has it, yeah. Amazing. <laughs> Trish, uh, who else? Beth like, Phoenix I, I they had sub- come out. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, I I was still actually surprised that that um, Kelly Kelly would still I mean, she
3: she she was, she was never good like, to
1: begin with. Like, no, she was no, really bad it, when she was the top. I'm surprised that the, that that she went in there and tried. Uh, the one that still impresses me today, and I I can't believe she she's been wrestling for a long time. But Mickey James, yeah, yeah, <laughs> just, she's kind of seeing her move with the the younger girls. It's amazing.
2: Yeah, no, she's very very talented. And, uh, if she miss they miss out on a lot of good years. I mean, she's still doing well now, but I think if if she would have been around through, sort of the beginning of this whatever they want to call it the women's revolution or whatever, the I women's rev- yeah, they could have put together some really good matches with her. But yeah, she's not. I, that's the that's the depth though of where they are. If you think back to you know, even when I started just a few years ago, it was. Kelly Kelly, and it was you know Beth Phoenix was the <laughs> only one who even kind of looked like she knew what she was doing, right. and now they have like you know veterans and they have rookies and they have you know top stars and they have a you know several people that they can put in you know a main event type match like they're they they've come a really long way in just a very short time
1: right i uh i'm I'm looking forward to the day where the the women can finally like where they the, they're the main event. They're actually the main event of the card. Right. And they they, they put on the match. Well, class. I wouldn't
2: like, I wouldn't be surprised if they had their own show at some point here. I mean, Yeah. If you well, look at I
1: the rumor is is hopefully they they get their tag t- titles soon on both shows.
2: Yeah. And they should.
1: There's, there's a lot of women on the sh- on, yeah. uh, on the roster, so.
2: That's the thing. They're getting to the point now where they've added so much talent that they need to be able to feature them in matches that have some sort of stakes that aren't you know, in right. the championship. Right.
1: I I do okay, I do like your idea of ha- them having their own show much like uh 205 Live. Yeah. It features the the light heavyweights and then you have and you have NXT with the developmental. Um do you, do you catch any of the NXT at all? Or? No, not
2: lately. So I used to be a okay. big NXT fan, but there's not I I, I kind of want to go back cuz I've heard really good things about Alistair Black and I've heard um and i and velveteen dream i guess is doing really really well like yeah Yeah. they have some good characters but they i think they had a dry spell there for a while like after they once they called up finn Balor, they called up nakamura they called up you know ko they called up samoa joe it felt like there was just sort of a dearth of of talent there for a little while and i never really got back into it those first few takeovers though were so good i thought it was the best stuff they were putting on for a while like that uh finn Balor or no uh nakamura and um and Sami Zayn match was like unbelievable,
1: right. so good. Right. Nakamura's debut, and yeah. Then, um, Sami Zayn and and Neville for the title, yeah. And Sami Zayn really good, wins it. yep, yeah. yeah.
2: That yeah. was that on the first that, takeover. That no, that, I think that
1: was that was on the either the second or third one. Okay, okay, And maybe that yeah. was just
2: the first one I watched. Then, but yeah, that and, then, was, and then
1: there was there was the one with. Uh, uh, there was also another one. No, it had been third one because the first takeover was. With Sami Zayn and, and Cesaro oh, that's
2: right, no, that was a great match too. Yeah. I remember I watched that, that one on awesome YouTube, I think, but yeah, really yeah. good, yeah. but yeah, I when, think when, they're sort of getting their groove again, though, it looks like they're putting on some really good matches again down there
1: when when you get a chance uh the, this is another match i, I point people towards you, and it just recently happened it happened the night before the rumble, but um andrade Andrade c and Almas, with yeah. Johnny Gargano yeah. I've heard
2: such good things. I've really liked what I've seen out of Gargano. Like when they did the uh, the like the tag team tournament and stuff like that. Like that guy, oh, yeah. Like, yeah. he's he's an amazing worker. Like if he was six inches taller, he'd be like the biggest star on either right. show probably. But he, you know, he's got a lot of da- a lot of Daniel Bryan in him. I think.
1: Yeah, uh, and and to to like I I see where the comparisons are coming from, but I kind of want them to to just kind of see Johnny wrestling as he is. Just yeah. Like because like I I I actually think um, like the the more he's he's doing this and, and the more he he puts in so much work I think he he has the ability to, to surpass even Daniel Bryan at his point in time so I I'm very excited to see where Johnny Gargano goes. In- yeah. In so he just had his. From-
2: uh, yeah. He just they. Fired him or whatever from NXT, right? Like they, uh, right. They're removing right. him from that show. Yeah. So I wonder if he's going right. to be a 205 Live guy or if they bring him to the main roster. Or that'll be interesting to see where, what they That would him.
1: be interesting. Cause they're, they're starting to build. Cause uh, ever since I think Triple H had taken over, cause mm-hmm. Vince, Vince isn't doing 205 Live anymore. Uh, with, with Triple H doing two, 205 Live now, they're actually bringing a lot of the storyline aspects back to it to where the, th- things that they're doing make sense as opposed to, oh, well, here's some flippy shit. and Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That's
2: always the worst. Like, Vince is too... He doesn't get it, and he's not interested in it, and he just tried to make (laughs) them... Like, we're just gonna have BS, like, mid-card storylines, but with little guys. Like, no, let them go out there and do their thing. Put them in, you know, trios matches, or put them in, you know, let them go and flip around and shit, and let them, you know... (laughs) Like, that's what people want to see.
3: Yeah.
1: I, I am uh interested. I mean, I, like I know one of the other rumors too is to have having a trios tournament. So I think that <laughs> like that would, would be, be amazing. Cool to, Sign me that up. Would be cool to see do any you, kind of uh, tournament, you... really.
2: Sign me up for a tournament. Yeah, yeah.
1: Do you did you watch the Mayan Classic by the way?
2: No. Well, I saw some of the matches. So um, me too. Yeah. So who was it that won? was? It Kyrie sane? Is that the one that? Yeah. 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 She um. Yeah, she's okay. I don't know. I it, I have none of the performers from that really caught me because they they just came off of having like such a run of amazing female performers in NXT right before that. Like right. you just came off from having Asuka and you know, when just slightly yeah. before that Sasha and you know Charlotte and you know just one after another, just so many four so, horsewomen. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> do you, do you watch anything else outside of WWE at the moment?
2: No, I want to watch more New Japan. So like when I'm flipping through and I see sort of the um even just the condensed matches that they would show on uh cable on you access. Know, yeah, on access. Yeah. Like the, yeah. the matches they do over there are so entertaining. Like they're so yeah. good. Um but I don't follow nearly as closely as I as I would like to. Okay.
1: So uh I I will recommend right now. Yeah. When you get a chance and I'm sure it's out there somewhere but the Okada and Kenny Omega trilogy from Oh, West, yeah. Yeah. Just the trilogy of matches I think was a perfect just the the I don't know. To me I think that's like the the way you should do it. And I, it actually yeah. it goes head to head with with AJ Styles and John Cena's trilogy too. I I think in terms of like big big two big superstars in their own respective promotions so
2: and I love the way they handle they're superstars like they treat them like they're a big deal and they don't make them go out there and job right before they're going to win a championship to even right. things out right. or whatever like they they handle them like they're big stars and then they build a lot of tension in the matches and make them feel so like like AJ Styles Nakamura and you know Okada and Tanahashi. Oh, yes. like yeah. there's been so many great matches there that are you know very yeah. satisfying after you watch them you feel like oh my god that was amazing and it, you don't always get that feeling watching WWE
1: yeah which is weird because like Wrestle Kingdom tends to run like five, six hours long. But yeah, you're watching the whole thing and you're going, "Wait, it's over? Yeah, <laughs> like, hang on a second. I've been sitting here for six hours.
2: <laughs> well, that's kind of how I felt after WrestleMania last year, except the opposite. I was like, "Holy fuck, oh. we've been here for six this is fucking long. hours. What like, the hell <laughs> is this done yet? I'm exhausted." It's dark out. Like I'm I gotta work tomorrow. Let's go. And it looks Shoot. like that's kinda of the way the pay per views are gonna be going now, right? Like they're doing I um, know. I've I'm, I'm longer, I'm, fewer shows but longer.
1: Right. And and they're they're um gonna dual brand it. But um they're dual branding it in a way that SmackDown Live gets their own story uh up until a certain point in time and then Raw takes over from a certain point in time to either close the show or they open the show and gotcha. with SmackDown, Yeah. So, well, as,
2: as long as they're entertaining uh, and as long as, you know, as long as they <laughs> handle the characters as well, that's all I really care about. I'm, yeah. uh, there's not very many. I'm going to sit down and watch beginning to end anyways, but that's the on demand culture. You, we have, you know? um,
1: as we, as we close this out, do mm-hmm. you, do you have any like rumors or, I mean, uh, like, Predictions or or just any hot takes for for this coming WrestleMania? Because because uh, we have one more pay per view event for SmackDown Live before WrestleMania takes place in in April. Yeah, um, what is it? April eighth, April fourth? I, uh,
2: <laughs> I don't remember. either. it's right around there though. The um, I would just I mean after after Seth Rollins had that amazing you know Iron Man sort of run in that match on Raw a couple weeks ago, I'd love to see him back sort of in a more prominent. Role like I miss watching that guy in a big spot, he's just such a big game performer. Um, Mm -hmm. I, I, him moving over to SmackDown maybe and then being in a more prominent role, I think would be a really good move because it's, it seems like Raw already. I mean, I don't know if this will happen in time for WrestleMania, but it seems like Raw, like they've got Braun, you know, they've got Finn, they've got like they have a bunch of guys that they want,
1: they have a whole lot of guys, they've got Roman. they have Elias, yeah.
2: They got a lot of big stars there, so I wouldn't mind seeing him make a move over and be consistently in that uh, in that title hunt. I think that would be exciting.
1: I I would I would love to see Seth Rollins and Nakamura in a program before Nakamura oh, goes back so good goes back to Japan. Yeah, yeah I don't
2: see him re like upping here. I mean, they've mishandled yeah. his character. They've tried to shoehorn him into something he's not. They've he hasn't and then on top of that hasn't really performed as well as he's capable of performing like it just hasn't yeah. been a good hit it it, it hasn't uh, worked out as well as i would have liked for sure yeah it's
1: not it's, it's not like his nxt run cuz i know nxt they, they gave him the proper the the, the proper like how how he should have been uh characterized right but i feel like as soon as he made it up to the the main roster uh for some reason vince is like i don't know what to do with him but, right. but on the other side of the coin he's what he should be doing for Nakamura, he's doing for Asuka. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah. They seem <laughs> to be handling that well after the first yeah. initial like, you know, match with Emma and they have her go like 50-50 yeah. and I'm like no, her whole thing is killing people. Like let her go out there and yeah. kill people.
1: Yeah. Oscar's <laughs> gonna kill you. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I, I would like to see Nakamura with the championship uh, at least before he leaves and then and to just have him has have his big send off and then go back to Japan and 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 if Okada's the champion still, I just want him to get the championship from Okada. Yeah, that'd be amazing. <laughs> that could get me. That
2: could get me to uh, to watch for sure.
3: Yeah.
1: Um. Wait. Or is there anything that you're not looking for besides Roman? <laughs> it's like. Well,
2: uh, I don't really know. There's. I'm. I don't like the way they're handling Finn Balor. I love Finn Balor. Yeah. I love what he's capable of, and I, you know, I just think and he, I feel like they, uh, like after he got hurt, now it almost feels like Vince is like, oh, I knew that guy was too small. Look at him; he's fragile. We can't put him in a yeah. position, you know. <laughs> and now it just feels like he's floating along as like a third or fourth rank guy, and there's no. I, I don't see a lot of upside for him. So I'm, it's kind of a bummer. Like I'm, I'm not going to be very uh, fulfilled if they put him in a you know intercontinental or lower sort of place on the car because i think that guy's capable of so much more um yeah i don't know and really i just don't want the show just have, give us some moments give us some wrestlemania moments like that's the whole thing yeah. right like that's that's what they uh that's what they bank their you know like that's the essence i guess of of wrestlemania is those moments and you know, ever since the one in Santa Clara, I don't feel like we've had a ton of those. Like, if you want to count The Undertaker, quote-unquote, retiring last year, like, that wasn't – it's already undone. Like, he's coming back this year. Yeah. They're doing it again, you know? Yeah. yeah. Maybe that's what I'm not excited for. I don't want to see that anymore. Like, I'm good. No. He. I love yeah. The Undertaker, but he looks like he's going to die every time he's out there. Well, I'm over <laughs> it. Like, I know he's dead, quote-unquote. I'm over it. Like, kill him for real. The, uh, I think my alive. moment last –
1: my moment last year was seeing, just the Hardy Boys just coming back out. Of See, nowhere. that was great. That was that was, that was pretty cool.
2: <laughs> Actually, the 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 whole proposal thing was probably the low point for me. Like that was brutal. <laughs> it was really bad. See, it's moments like that that make me super embarrassed. Like, like what is happening with these right now? Like, is this yeah, proposal so, even real?
1: So they they beat up on this other couple, and then. He asked her to marry because there's nothing that would invoke those marriage kind of vibes after a tough fight. Okay, I'm going to try to
2: explain this. Wait, do you watch the fake reality show they're on? Let's rewind it. Let me tell you everything, you know. John Cena is afraid of commitment. Let's talk about that.
1: Uh,. (laughs) I <laughs> don't. I don't know. I I do think it's okay. So um, the thing I'm I'm looking forward to the most for WrestleMania this coming WrestleMania is is seeing a, a repeat of a rematch, basically AJ Styles and Shinsuke Nakamura. That's gonna be amazing. Uh, j- just had I I hope they give them the time like they gave them during Wrestle Kingdom a few years ago, and just have them just go at it. Uh, but that's that's. Uh, with that said, Jeremiah is there any, is there anything where can people find you and and follow you and
2: yeah, yeah uh XJ Dempsey X on you know Instagram, Twitter uh you know wherever. Um <laughs> and uh yeah, you can uh you know what we need to do? We need to get back together. We need to get Vince on here too because I want to hear uh-huh. his extremely amateur opinions about what we're watching. But, you know, post <laughs> post <laughs> post WrestleMania sort of recap, you know, how are we feeling? You know, did they kind of do what they wanted us, you know, or what we wanted from them? Um how did Ronda Rousey look, you know? How, I mean, there's a lot oh, going yeah. on. There's a lot we didn't touch on yeah. yet. Maybe uh you know, go back and and figure out sort of, you know, what some of the most embarrassing characters we've of all time are. There's a lot of there's a lot of areas of that we can go with this stuff where we haven't. I mean, I have a yeah. Ooh, I gotta duke the dumpster Drossy. We got a lot. We have we have we have a lot of people that we can touch on. The goon. Um yeah. there, there's been some some bad, some really truly embarrassing uh wrestle crap out there for sure. <laughs> just,
1: <laughs> uh, just just a lot. The um uh I, I I will say this hot take now, but I, I am kinda glad that the, the Universal Championship will get more a weekly exposure because I, I think this is it for Brock I, I, yeah, I, I think to so too, that, I, I hate to say that um like like I wish there was a better candidate like braun i, I would honestly like to see it on braun or or put it back on it'll the show get now, there it'll yeah, get there, but um but i think I think with the promo that Roman gave last night, I think it's it's starting to change people's minds a little bit because I, I, the story goes is that Brock uh incidentally no showed last night. <laughs> And so it, it brought out this promo saying, you know, Brock was supposed to be here last night, but guess who's here right now? And and it was just this heartfelt promo. You're going, that wasn't scripted at all. You can yeah. tell it wasn't scripted at all.
2: So So where was no, that? Where's that guy been for the last five years? Like, exactly. that's what people wanted the whole time. If they want people to cheer for him, have him do that. Like, have him yeah. be a tough guy. Have him, you know talk shit to people, have him drop the mic and go, but don't sit there and smirk and right. that's the fucking Roman that's so unbearable to watch, you know. Right. And, oh, although
1: the 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 thing last year, was it last year where he's like it's it's where he just comes out, listens to 10 minutes of booze and said, "It's my yard now," and just walks out. That was, that was See, brilliant. if if
2: they're going to have him turn heel like that's the way to like that would have been great, but then yeah. they they went back the other way and they it looks like they want people to cheer him. But if they want people to cheer him, you know, you can't cheer the Have guy who's thing. not there. You know, like that's what yeah. people want. You promise them Brock and then rip him away. Like that's good. That's, yeah, they're, they're able to change yeah. the dynamic a little bit there. I,
1: I'd, if 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 uh, Roman continues to do stuff like that and he's more heartfelt and it, it's genuine and it looks like it's coming from him and it's a version of himself, I'm 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 okay with his promo skills. when When they get when they feed him lines like suffering, I just can't. Oh my god.
3: <laughs> I just can't.
2: no that's right up there with Uh, fruity pebbles like i'm okay with you we don't need either one of them you know it's bad oh
1: my gosh yeah uh anyways uh you can find me at merce ant on almost anything instagram twitter uh follow our our page uh our, our social media at keeping it nerd we're both on twitter and on instagram uh jeremiah is is unofficially or sort of officially our third now and uh we love having him on because his previous podcast, which I'm sure you could still find on the iTunes or the Apple Podcast. Uh what, what was that what was it called again? It was the uh, uh Oh shit, what was I- it? We <laughs> talked about this last time. I'm like the worst During person. I was. Yeah. They're in Star Wars. Uh I will put that in the in the podcast notes, but um you could hear some of their episodes over there to get Get a little bit more of Jeremiah's personality, or if you just want to hear him moving forward here on Keeping It Nerd, then uh, let us know. Please send us uh, email, questions, comments, concerns, feedback. We'd love to hear it. Keeping Yeah, it even Nerd if even if you hate gmail. me, that's on.
2: fine. Let them know.
1: Yeah, yeah.
2: Especially, it, I actually. think.
1: Especially, uh, like it, in terms of wrestling, I I'd, I'd rather that people feel something towards somebody as opposed to go. Oh, I'm indifferent.
2: <laughs> yeah yeah that's true any yeah. reaction any, reaction is, any reaction, no reaction is
1: still better than no reaction. Uh let us know how we did if you're into more wrestling. Uh, you you want you follow combat sports also, right? Oh yeah. You, you watch UFC? Yeah. We need to do we need to do a UFC one next time then. Yeah, because, definitely. Um because uh Khabib and Tony Ferguson are coming up and oh my god. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, if Khabib can stay healthy that guy is a motherfucker. Oh, I know.
1: I know, but I, I just, I just want to see them just go at it. I just finally, it, right? It,
2: I mean, since it looks like Connor's probably never coming back at yeah, this point, we, like you got to sort we, that if, division if, out, yeah.
1: Yeah, if we can't get Connor and Khabib or Connor and Ferguson, we have to let these two go at it and just okay. So we'll we'll definitely talk we'll about talk about that. it next time. Yeah, we'll talk about it next time. And uh, I believe that's it. So uh, the the thing that Vince and I do, uh, one of us says, keep it real. The other person says, keep it nerd. So feel free to choose which one you want to, you, you want to close it or you want to open it. Keep it real. Keep it nerd.
2: <laughs> Peace.